Hello, and welcome to Toonami Therapy. It's June 8th of 2023, and I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to talk about anime, some of which is on Toonami that we watched, hence the name of the podcast. So, first things first, we have some news about uh, the future Toonami schedule, except only kind of. So... <laughs> Because it's weird. So right now we're ta- it's uh, June um, 8th, as we mentioned. And when we look at, um, wow, I'm, 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 here's a really funny thing. I was uh, just about to start um, talking about it. And then I realized, wait, oh no, I don't have the information up on these things. Okay. Okay. Now I got it. So, so basically we've got for the next, uh, two weeks uh june 10th and 17th we've got uh just the stuff the schedule we have now then on july 1st they're doing another unicorn warrior robot attack or whatever unicorn warrior eternal um marathon and then july 8th they're kind they're showing um some cartoon called my adventures with superman uh so Neither of which I'm interested. Neither of which I'm interested in. Well, you might like. Um. Well, I have no idea if you'll like it because I have no no idea about it because it hasn't premiered yet. But it's at least a Superman show could be interesting. Some of like the the. Well, I was going to say some of the DC cartoons we've watched were decent, but now I think about all the good ones were mostly Batman stuff. Uh, Only if Ronald Reagan is in it. Like that, that, like yeah. that, uh, the Dark Knight uh, Returns or whatever that one was. I almost said the Dark Knight Rises, but that was <laughs> that was that was the movie. Um, like no, no. I, well, they both were movies, but the Dark Knight Rises was a, was the Nolan movie, and the yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <I like it. laughs> okay. Anyway, so. So yeah, on July first, marathon. July eighth, we got that. Now, if you've been listening, paying, if you were paying close attention, you might notice something. They haven't announced what's going on on June twenty fourth. We have no idea. I, I've seen some speculations, but we don't know. So, who knows? It it might be. It, it, it it's uh, definitely going to be something that they just like hold off. Uh, they, they, it like sorry i my 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 brain stopped working briefly there what what i'm saying is maybe they just forgot to put it up or maybe there's they just can't say it yet because it's up in the air but we don't know that so that's going to be a little mm-hmm. weird but we'll probably find out by next week okay anyway now that we've gotten that um i guess we can move on to the tsunami stuff uh don't really have anything to say about unicorn warriors eternal um other than oh there was a new episode that aired during the marathon last week it looks like so uh we're still watching it we just don't really have much to say about it so uh, Mm -hmm. i just was going to say so we were legitimately wondering wait did we miss an episode oh we did miss an episode Usually when, when you think, wait, did I miss an episode? You didn't actually miss an episode. It's just that the show just jumped forward abruptly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, after that, though, we have Dr. Stone 
episode 36, the beginning of season three. So they get back from uh, their uh, balloon um, flight, and now they need to try to still figure out where the oil field um, is so they can get the oil to be able to, you know, power the ship um, that they're getting. Uh, and in the meantime, they, so basically they kind of try to use the balloon to better map out places to find where things are. They start, uh, you know, doing agriculture to provide be a better uh, sustaining food source. And, um, yeah, and then they get all that, except their attempt to make the food is actually really bad. So they decide that they need to get someone who can actually make the food good. So, um, yeah, that was basically our episode. It goes from, it starts right from where the previous, um, special, uh, did, but they, you know, did make some effort to, you know, a little bit of an effort to try to recap some things. Um, yeah, this, this felt like one of those not much happened episodes, you know? Hmm. I mean, the things they did weren't really, like, groundbreaking, you know? It wasn't like creating a cell phone or a hot air balloon. It was just kind of like, we're going to do agriculture. We're going to find food. Though they did have that Minecraft scene in there, which I thought was somewhat entertaining, uh, where they spoof Minecraft mm -hmm. with the characters. Yep. But I've never played Minecraft, so all I know about it is that people look like squares. So that's that's my extent of my knowledge about uh, Minecraft. Minecraft is probably um, it, it's weird in that I've never actually played the game, but I've watched all these videos about it. Uh, making like song parodies about Minecraft is really popular on YouTube, so I watched some of those. Um, yeah, then it's kind of funny that they then made the. Um, that they've got the Minecraft Legos, which were like, turned out to mm -hmm. be absurdly popular. And it's fun because Minecraft, I think they said, yeah, we based this off of Legos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, th this one was really just doing some agriculture. I mean, that was kind of almost a big focus other than, okay, we're doing and looking around and stuff, but that was a big, I guess, leap forward, which to be fair is actually a pretty big leap forward as it mentions, because if you have a sustainable, um, agriculture source, it means you're not as uh, reliant on, you know, being able to fish. Um, mm -hmm. you, you knew like, uh, that's how having sustainable agriculture, that's like a, that, well, actually, just having reliable food, that's the key, a key thing to be able to, like, sustain a growing population. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're, um, yeah, we're starting on Dr. Stone, although we haven't really moved forward yet. I wonder how long it'll take them to get the ship ready so they can go on their big adventure to, um, I think they were trying to head to South America? Yeah. Yeah, because that's where they think the petrification beam started from. All right. So, all right. We've gotten that. That's uh, Dr. Stone. We then have Food Wars, episode 
84. So, uh, let's see. So, um, Azami, uh, like, decides, hey, I'm going to show up, and I guess I'm kind of a good guy now. <laughs> like, he, I guess he just is. Um, uh, <laughs> and meanwhile, we have, uh, we have some more of Asapi and Soma going up against each other, and they're both, and they both make really good food. That's um honestly most of the episode. It's them saying, "Hey, we both made food. It's both they're both really good. Who will win? Tune in next mm -hmm. time." Mm -hmm. Actually, I really like this episode. So, um, yeah, it's probably the last time we're gonna get to see everyone's clothes fall off. But um, and it's probably gonna be our last cliffhanger. So. Um, yeah, someone's got to win it. We'll see if it's Soma or this other guy. And, uh, and Erna's father shows up for some reason, which, like, well, if, if maybe he can, if he's turned to the good side, then maybe... He can turn his mother, her mother, to the good side too, and then we can have a big happy ending with all the Nakari family getting together, getting along together, and <laughs> and then Soma and Erna pump popping out grandchildren. <laughs> that would be the best way for this show to end. I know that I'm being. Um, a little optimistic with that, but um, yeah, I I actually like this episode because I think I'm gonna miss <laughs> every time people eat food and and get blown away by how good it is, and as many times as it happens, I I feel still feel like I'm gonna miss it once it's over. So yeah. This was actually a pretty good episode, in my opinion. Okay. I thought it was okay. I, I don't know. I just don't have... It's all about Soma versus Asahi, but I just don't really care about Asahi. He's just... He, he's got the problem where he's just kind of an obstacle, really. He's just like, okay, I gotta beat this guy. Why? Well, because he's the obstacle. Do do I have much of a? Well, no, because he's trying to steal Erna from. I I know, but <laughs> but that's well, that's my thing. He's just an obstacle. He needs to do that to beat him to like further the plot. It's not. I don't feel like there's anything interesting about the conflict between the two characters themselves outside of that. You know, it's not like they really have. I mean, I guess they kind of tried to bring up the whole, oh, well, Asahi was trained by Soma's father, but but I don't really feel like they've done much with that concept. Um, I, I mean, heck, they did more. I feel they've done better with the whole, oh, look, the the person who taught me to cook, I'm going up against someone else they taught. I mean, they li they literally did that in Birdie Wing to better effect, I think. Um, anyway... So then we got One Piece, episode 618. So Luffy beats Caesar and uh, uh, sends him uh, and punches him away from the building. 
Law tells him, oh, we were supposed to capture Caesar. And Luffy um, says, eh, I didn't like him, so I punched him away. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have uh, some guys who are there from uh, to uh, try to attack the good guys on orders from Doflamingo. Their names are Baby Five and Buffalo. And in um weird case we have the title so we usually make jokes oh the title you know (laughs) describes something that happens just before the end of the episode this one doesn't actually happen yet it's called (laughs) raid an assassin from dressrosa okay so we get the assassin but she doesn't actually do a raid yet she just shows up she doesn't attack anyone or do any um thing why not just like if they had just taken the raid out at least it would have been um accurate but no they haven't actually done the raid yet <laughs> um yeah that that was pretty funny how you said it's like wait a minute that didn't even happen yet mm-hmm. so uh yeah, but that was pretty much the only thing I found amusing about this episode. So, uh, I was so ready for it to be over. I was just like, nothing's happening. People running from poison gas, as always. <laughs> yes. You know, that's all. It's like all this arc has been has been people running from poison gas. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been this uh that's been this arc in a nutshell. Run, well, no, that's not that's not true. There were some cases where they were running from um kids who wanted candy. Mm. Uh, but it it's been a whole lot of running from things in corridors. <laughs> um, somehow they never get caught. It's <laughs> not like like a couple of them get caught in the poison gas and die. Like it never happens. So it's kind of just wasting our time. It's it's buying time, which is what this show is so good at doing. <laughs> because it's like, okay, we got Brooke, we got Usopp, we got, uh, uh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, uh, Frankie? No, not Frankie. Uh, Chopper? No, no. Luffy? Zolo, Zoro? Sanji? Sanji, there it is. There it is. I, I rejected that name because it sounded too close to Nami. But yeah, Sanji, he, like, like they don't have anything to do in this arc. So their, their only purpose is just the run, 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 run. And, uh, yeah, so it feels like they're like acknowledging we have too many characters, so we're just gonna <laughs> have them just kind of run, 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 and they used to get a couple lines per episode. Just like, <laughs> did you notice that in Food Wars? Like, they had like, it was like, okay, we gotta get everyone into this episode somehow. So they would have like analysis. And it would be a sentence that Meet Meet would start and then Mega Meet would continue and then someone else would finish. And then they did that with three guys, too. And so they're like, we got to get these characters in, but we don't know how we're going to do it. So let's just have them 
combine for some commentary on Soma's cooking. So that's kind of what I feel like is going on here. Yeah, I, I that's like a kind of a point. I really have felt like there's there's kind of a little too many people on this, uh, too many straw hats, which means a bunch. Some of them always just seem to get kind of ignored or um in an in arcs. And the and the funny thing is, um, there's there's more coming. There's <laughs> there's one character in stuff from the manga. There's one character who joins up formally and officially as a straw hat uh, later. On there's, there might be some more coming. We don't know. There is at least one character I know who looked like they were. They might, but they didn't. But maybe they will later on. But we've got we've definitely in a case where I feel there's already more too many, and that makes it a little stretch. We've got one more person coming later, although it isn't for a while. So, is that the one you told me about? Yeah, yeah, the the okay. one. The the one um the guy we we saw in the previous arc he he joins right. in um I think the arc after the next one although okay. considering how long One Piece <laughs> arcs are especially in the anime will it'll be years before we get there yeah I, I'm gonna be fifty by the time this show ends uh, by the time the show ends oh no you'll be older than that. I, I'm talking about I when, when the show ends. Yeah, you'll be older than that. Uh, in okay. fact, in uh, but you uh, but I don't think you'll be fifty by the time we get to that. At, at least if it keeps airing at this um speed. Now, if it gets goes off TV, then I mean, I guess I don't know how you would count it. I guess you could say it's past that point in the Japanese, but uh, yeah. So anyway, um. Not much really happened in this episode. Someone showed up, but they didn't act. But un- but the episode w- title wasn't accurate because they didn't actually do a raid yet. <laughs> okay, and that um that closes it for the tsunami stuff. So now we move over into um the non tsunami series. We got Birdie Wing episode. Um, 22. So, uh, we get basically the information that Eve, um, has basic, the the new shots she's been doing have been like super taxing on her body. And she says, okay. And she gets told, okay, don't use that thing again. You'll like, just make yourself super hurt and it'll be bad. So she doesn't, but she ends up, you know, having, uh, to she uses some other thing instead. I I guess it's uh I can't remember what what what's it what's it called the, the new the one she uses instead of the other one she doesn't use like the one she was told not to use was a rainbow bullet right and this one she uses something yeah. with a di- with a similar name but I can't remember it. Um, yeah, it was something like that. It, it, I feel like it had rainbow somewhere in it. The episode title is over the rainbow, but I don't, was that the name of it or was it something different? Um, I can't remember, but she uses something, um, uh, there. So yeah, we, we, she's doing well and stuff and, uh, she won, right? Yeah, I. That's what I was just suddenly trying to remember. Okay, did she actually win, or did she just win that hole? It, I, I am always, I am really bad, especially for when the series ends. Like, um, 
when, when, especially when I watch it a while ago as to what actually happens. Let, let me just double check here. Um, quick. Um, uh, let, let's see. Um, let's see. Okay. Yeah, 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 I think she wins it. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so basically, uh, well, we ultimately just repeated the, 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 the previous tournament of, um, Aoi, uh, except we just did it with Eve. Yep. Yep. And, yeah, it felt like the same episode all over again. And that was a little frustrating. But apparently now Eve is going to turn pro too, and and like all she really wants is to compete with Allie. It's like, okay, can these two just get a room already? I mean, they're they're obsessed with each other. Um, how many episodes are left of this? Well. I don't think we know for sure how many episodes there are, but if this is as long as the first season was, we should have four episodes left. Okay. So that, that I think it'll probably be the same amount. So we'll, it'll be um four. It, it will, we have, I don't think there will be more than four. Okay. Yeah. I, I think she, um, I, I think, it is indeed as the episode title called over um the rainbow so that that's the name of her um alternate non a thing that is not rainbow bullet it just also has rainbow in it i guess i guess over the rainbow is um vague enough that it can be used without running into legal problems with somewhere over the rainbow <laughs> See, it doesn't have somewhere, so it's okay, I guess. So they don't have to change mm -hmm. it like they do all the JoJo stands. Mm -hmm. well, like, what would you even? What would you like even call um, it if you had to change it? Like, um, on top of the rainbow, instead of over the rainbow, like over the spectrum, or what? Mm -hmm. I, I'm just thinking of the of what they'd have to change it to if this were, if this was a JoJo episode. Um, I I just got an email that says that Doctor Stone Part One is having its finale this week. Which, like, so we're really that far behind. I mean, um, Toonami is usually kind of behind. I mean, like we when we when they it aired Yashihime, it had been like months since uh since the um. Well, at least the second part. I can't remember the first. When they aired the first part of the second season of Yashihime on Toonami, that was after, well after, the mm -hmm. um, the first season. The, sorry, that season had aired in Japan. Uh, Dr. Stone yeah. is actually, like, relatively close um, behind um, compared okay. to that and some other, and things like, you know, when Made in Abyss was uh, here. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So... Honestly, even if this really was just kind of a rehash of what we had before, I still thought it was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Then we have, um, 
let's see, Konosuba, An Explosion on This Wonderful World, Episode 5. So they basically go to try to um, uh, save um, uh, Megumin's um, sister, and Megumin's thinking, uh, like, oh, well, I could you put the skill points into uh, magic, into uh, intermediate magic or whatever to try to save her, but then I would take way longer to learn explosion. So Union just gets some of does it instead, um, and then Megumin, uh, but then Megumin, it's still not enough, so she, um, it again but then she's like real oh wait no i actually have enough points to um learn explosion anyway well i guess all that stuff worrying was completely pointless in retrospect so she does so she learn amuses it learns it casts um it we uh and manages to beat all the monsters there and since i guess they started learning the magic stuff that means well we're out no longer in the magic school so they just uh uh, yeah, they're done with that, I guess. Also, um, also, Megumin's pet gets a, gets its uh, official name of, uh, Chomusuke instead of Ink. Uh, I had completely forgotten its name was Chomusuke. I was thinking, oh, okay, I guess his name is Ink. But then we were like, oh, no, 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 here's its name. That's what it's called. That's what we were introduced to it in the actual series. Yeah, uh, I have to say... This episode brought back all the reasons why I hate Megumin, and she's just not that interesting of a character. It was just this whole big, okay, she got to do an explosion, and, you know, it, 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 it's, I don't understand her appeal. I really don't, just because she says the word explosion. I mean... I, I, my, my opinion of her is that the reason why people like her so much is because she sounds a whole lot cuter in the original Japanese. And I think we lose that when through the dub. So I'm, that's my theory as to why she's so popular because Really, there is nothing interesting about her in this entire episode. So, uh, yeah, I'm going back to uh, not liking her again. So, uh, maybe, as, as I said before, the trial never ends. So, uh, she's still on trial. We'll see if she can uh, absolve herself by the end of this trial, but... We'll see. The big problem I had with this episode is that there's a bunch of stuff in here that I thought, oh, okay, this is uh, going to be played as a goofy joke, except it's played seriously. Like, there's literally things in... Uh, dang, I, di I didn't write them down, but I just felt there were several times where I thought, okay, this could easily be really funny if it was played as a joke, but it's played seriously. Mm -hmm. It's, um... It reminds me of an issue I sometimes... And saw in the uh, Chainsaw Man anime stuff that was like just a plain a joke in the manga was played much more seriously in the anime to the series' detriment, and I was seeing that here also, especially the some of like the um, I mean, there were a few bits that were played more comedically, but other points I just felt okay, I, I feel like this is this should be a joke, but you're not playing it as um, one, and I was just wondering. Like, was this like it? Because this was based on a light novel spinoff of the original Konosuba light novel. Um, 
Like, I was thinking, okay, was this, like, played more seriously in the original light novel, or was it a goofy thing there, and they just kind of played things up more seriously? That was mm -hmm. my biggest issue. I feel too much, there were things in here that should have been played as just goofy jokes, and yet, but they weren't. Um, that said, I will say that when we, um, I definitely kind of felt some strong nostalgia for the series when Megami is first starting to cast Explosion. You start hearing that familiar, um, music that always shows up whenever she, um, starts charging it up. Like, oh, oh, well, I haven't heard that music for a while. That's cool to hear again. Um, but, um, yeah, other than that, I, I guess it was just an okay episode I, I that that's like the big point i have I, I feel this episode would have been better if more stuff in it had been played for comedy instead of a bunch of it being treated more seriously and dramatically um yeah that's uh konosuba then so all right we got why Rayliana ended up at the duke's mansion Episode 5. So, uh, Rayliana got kidnapped by, um, I can't remember his name. There's this guy, and it's also by her ex-fiance, who the guy is making, um, help kidnap her. But she manages to, uh, get away, somehow running off and outpacing them, even though she's wearing high heels. <laughs> yeah, um, kind of like Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You remember the controversy about Jurassic World? Oh, um, which one? One red-haired actress was wearing high heels the entire movie and trying to run from dinosaurs, and everyone pointed out how ridiculous that was. I remember people making fun of that. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was the only controversy. I didn't a bunch of people say, "Oh wow, that like one assistant really got it bad," in which she basically gets dragged off by the um uh, the uh, pterodons and tossed from each other, and then um gets uh then gets then the whole thing gets eaten by this uh by this monster. That was uh that part was weird. But yeah, the the high heels running that's just kind of weird. Um. Anyway, so she manages to get away, but um, uh, Noah and his uh, knights manage to show up to rescue her, and the bad guys get uh, arrested um, by uh, them. Um, <coughs> and if, uh, Doesn't she run into uh, the guy who's going to poison her? I... I thought, did she run into... I'm trying to remember the exact sequence of events. Because she was captured, then she got away. Now, did she... No, no, she run... She First, I think she ran into... Um, what's his name? The the guy the guy, the guy who was kind of serving as her bodyguard. The one who works for Noah. Uh, Adam, that, that's his name. Um, he... Uh, she he runs into him. And then they run into the kidnapper guy who uh by the way the kidnapper guy looks way too much like adam i i got them confused yeah um, so did that so and, and then he like you know makes a monster appear and he has to fight them and th and so yeah so ba basically so that's a sequence and um uh adam beats uh, uh beats the monster and the bad guys get captured and then 
it's weird because Noah says something that makes it sound like when he just says like, I've changed my mind, uh, like dispose of them as if he's planning to like, you know, just kill the guys he captured, which doesn't make sense. Cause shouldn't you interrogate them to find out when, why they were doing that? I don't know. It was ambiguously enough worded. I guess we'll find out next episode. So yeah, that's, um, and, and that was our episode. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. Um, except I don't understand why at one point Ray Liana is saying like she has this like extreme hatred of Noah and I'm like well didn't Noah just save you like I don't understand why that was the case um maybe she's just a tsundere um I guess that was your uh, way of segueing into our next topic. Well, right? it actually would be a great <laughs> way, except I had other things to say about this episode first. There's one thing I was very confused about in this episode is that she seems to not know who the kidnapper guy was. But but how? She read the book. Wasn't he a character in it? How did or was he not a character in the book? But because things went differently, he shows up here because he, he seems like he would have had to have been from the book because he was involved somehow in the whole plot to kill her. So shouldn't she know who he is? Is um what I was thinking. Um, it, it's kind of, that that struck me as a little weird. Also, one something I noticed when they're right. This is like the, one of the most random things I guess to notice. But when they're riding the horse, um, like going back, she's got both of her. Um, she's sitting on the horse in a way that like both of her legs are going uh, are off the same side. You know how normally when people ride, you know you have one your leg on one side and the other leg on the other. But she's like kind of sitting on it. You know, almost kind of like a chair, like. Do 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 do. Does anyone actually ride a horse like that, or it just struck me as weird? Not sure. Hmm. I feel like whenever there's someone who's wearing a dress and is on a horse in like at least like cartoons or video games, I've seen them uh, sitting like that, and I don't know if that's a real thing people do or not. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, okay. Now we can actually segue into the last show that I wasted a perfectly good segue on mm-hmm. because I had to talk about how people sit on horses, I guess. Um, we've got Endo and Kobayashi live, the latest on Sundere Villainess. Uh, they said in the episode, and I cannot remember how they said it, but Liesalot, I think. Actually, it probably doesn't help the fact that they say it, except they say it in like with like Japanese inflection. So it wouldn't even be exactly how you should say it in English. Yeah. Um, so, well, I'm just going to call it Endo and Kobayashi Live so that I don't have to remember that whole thing. Okay. So uh, uh, do you want to summarize this one? Because uh, because you uh, you suggested it or do you want me to do it? No, you, you can go ahead. Okay. Duty Calls. So, um, in this one, the plot is that these two characters, the titular Endo and Kobayashi, um, are in the, uh, like, 
broadcasting club and uh let's see and kobayashi kobayashi's the girl right yeah okay i think so just making um sure uh she's a big fan of this one video game called uh uh magikoi or something and she's trying to pester um uh and she gets endo to uh play it with her so they do and they decide to like basically make a let's play out of it by making commentary on it except then they discover that apparently their voices are actually being heard by one of the characters in the game um the um what was his name um uh Siegwald or something I think that was it anyway so uh they basically try decide that because in all the routes, Lieslot uh, gets killed off somehow because he does because he ends up with someone um, else or something. Uh, they're like, okay, we got to make them get together with uh, so that you know maybe she could get a happy ending this time. Um, and they also discover that apparently you can autoplay is forced on it. So they can't, so I guess they're forced to interact with it on a more real time basis when they play it, I guess. Uh, also we get a weird thing where we get a cut to a guy who I think maybe play the game, made the game and maybe knows something about what's going on with the go with this. I, I don't know. I guess we'll get more on that. Maybe hopefully we'll get an explanation as to how this works. Um, and that's our episode. That is our, it was mostly devoted really to setting up the premise. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a very good opening episode, although I kind of feel like we might be watching the same show twice here because <laughs> Leah Celate's, uh, fate seems to be the same as Ray Liana's fate and we're trying to stop it from happening. So the shows do feel a little too similar to each other, but um, I like this first episode. I thought it was pretty cool, pretty funny. Although I, parts of it, I was like, well, why are they just sitting there while he's talking to people that they can't see? I mean, wouldn't they think that he was kind of crazy or something? Because... They're, they're just kind of sitting there and and he's having that conversation back and forth and they're not saying anything. So that was a little weird. But overall, I was really interested in this episode and I kind of like the Liese Latte and hopefully um, this show turns out to be pretty good. Yeah, the um, in regards to why they just went with it, if I recall correctly, he says that it's because he's hearing like the voice of the gods. Um, because mm -hmm. they mentioned something about how some pe rare people get the ability to hear them. So you know, when he hears Endo and Kobayashi, he mistakes them for being deities of some um kind. So I guess that's why everyone's like, oh, okay, I guess he has that power or something. Um. So we had that. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, th I thought it was a pretty decent first episode. In regards to the similarities to Rayliana, I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll, the, 
in you haven't <coughs> seen it completely start to be a real presence in anime yet, but in the light novels, there this there's basically this isekai subgenre about someone who gets reincarnated as like the villain character from in some video game and has to stop themselves from being killed and there's like a gazillion of them um mm-hmm. so so i will say at least Rayliana and this series both offer at least a different take on it Rayliana isn't like the villain character or anything, she's actually the person who just dies at the start to, to begin the plot, and it's also a book rather than a video game. And in this one, there's not—it's not an, they are not like you know, there's no reincarnation or anything. They're actually interacting with the video game world, real people. So it's a very different take on, even if it's obviously taking that concept. So, so yeah, there, there's at least some differences there. Now, if you had been like, if we had been watching, uh, if we had like been watching, um, some other series, you might see, oh wow, this is like exactly the same premise. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a coming up summer. There's another series that's going to have that total premise of, oh, I got reincarnated as a villain character from a video game, and now I have to stop the bad things from happening. It's called like, um the uh it's another it's another one that's a super um it's another one of those ones that's a that's basically what you could call an anime title it's the most heretical last boss queen from villainess to savior uh so that that's coming this summer so i don't know if it's good or not but it's a case of that anyway so um back to this episode yeah this was a fun episode i i guess someone could say well wow the an- the animation is kind of a bit cheap but you know it's not you know it's it's not really an action series so that's not really much of an issue um and uh yeah that's um our that's the show yeah okay anything else to say about any of them no uh, I still have some other stuff to talk about, but not about the stuff we've seen. Okay, I guess we can finish off our anime discussion um, stuff with these. We can just rank our top three series um, then. Okay, uh, that's going to be pretty difficult for me. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure, I can go Um first uh yeah this one actually is a pretty um tricky one and as usual i have neglected to um put something together before so now i have to um spend a little time thinking about it i sometimes think we should just cut down to our favorite of the week just for um just to keep it simpler even if maybe sometimes i would just go to the same show over and over um it would be simpler um but i would say for my rankings I would probably put in, um, yeah, let's go, um, for it. We got third place would be Birdie Wing. Second place would be, um, Endo and Kobayashi Live. And Dr. Stone would be first. Okay, so one of those weeks whenever we aren't very similar. By the way, we can't stop doing the top three thing because I have a whole spreadsheet put together 
where I keep track of my top three. So we have to keep doing the spreadsheet or uh, top three so I can do my spreadsheet. Third place, I'm going to put Food Wars. I, I considered first or second for it, but I kind of realized that not enough stuff happened. So it goes in third place. Second place, Endo Kobayashi Live. Um, I think it's a keeper. I think this is a show we're going to hang on to. And the top show is Ray Liana. So there you go. Okay. You said there were other things you wanted to talk about? Yeah, there, there's a couple of uh, other uh, shows that I've been watching. So um, um, I am... 10 episodes into Tomo Chan as a girl, so um, I'm pretty near the end, and I have to say that it's really good, and it, it feels to me kind of like a uh, Kaguya-sama if Kaguya-sama didn't use the same uh watch every you know four or five episodes where they would play a game and then it was like okay this is the exact same thing that just that just happened five episodes ago but um yeah so it's it's a pretty pretty good romantic comedy and uh it it appears everyone's going to get paired up although it's kind of unclear whether one of them is getting paired up with, uh, like, a brother-sister thing. I couldn't figure that out. Whether they were cousins, I, I, I did not know. It, at first, it felt like a full-on Ori emo, but then I was reading that people were saying, nah, in Japan, that's kind of a, whatever they're relation is it's it's okay so uh but aside from that i found it to be very good and yeah so i i like that then i started watching something that i think is an isekai and like the very early isekai um it's called princess resurrection and um so basically this guy tries to save a pretty girl by like knocking her out of the way when something's about to fall on her and instead it falls on him and now he's like kind of reincarnated as, as himself into a world where he's basically her slave. <laughs> I mean, it's the, it's the only way you can put it. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't think that's exaggerating either. Um, this main, this woman who he's a slave to, who he saved, uh, well, see, she's not very nice. And um, yeah, uh, it was, it was, weird and it was also good enough that i plan on still watching it um but yeah it's from like about 2007 or something back whenever i first uh, where i got in back into on anime so it, it's 
it's kind of old. <laughs> and, and you can tell by the uh, animation that it's old. It's, it's, it's very, it hasn't aged too well, I'll say, like animation-wise. But it is pretty entertaining. It's also a little confusing. But when, but when have I ever said something that is not confusing? You know, I'm always complaining about something confusing. Um, yeah. So, uh, I thought it was interesting enough that I'll keep watching for now, and we'll see what happens. I I started that because I wanted to do something with the high dive subscription. So maybe there will be a couple of other things that I choose to start watching too. But um, okay. yeah, and also I just wanted to say there's a show coming out that's really bizarre, but it I do have interest in it just because I was in Japan. It, it's something about a reincarnation Incarnated as a vending machine. <laughs> reborn, as things a, are, reborn as yeah. a vending machine. I now roam the dungeon. Yeah. Like, from being in Japan, those things are everywhere. And uh, that, so it almost makes me interested in watching it just to see, uh, <laughs> I, just to see what I saw in Japan, because there are vending machines literally everywhere. Okay. Yeah, I was I was looking up the um, Princess Resurrection thing you were mentioning. Let's see. Looks like the anime is based on a manga, but the anime. So the manga ran from 2005 to 2013, and the anime ended in 2007. It looks like there were some OVAs made later, but still before the end of the manga. And still, the, sorry, before the end of the manga, um, actually, it looks like there's some later manga, um, they may, uh, they may, there's something, but I don't know if those are sequels or spinoffs or whatever, but in any event, it doesn't mean that it's going to be an anime that doesn't reach the conclusion, or maybe right. it's one of those ones where they, you know, just make up a conclusion, <laughs> uh, 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 I, I, I don't know, I guess you can tell me, um, uh, when you're done, uh, th that is something nice about Tomo Chan is a girl. <clears throat> it reaches a conclusion. It, it it finishes the end of the manga. It's it, it's one mm -hmm. season and it tells a complete story, which is the same thing for Endo and Kobayashi Live too. It's um mm -hmm. it's based on a light novel, a series, a short a short one, only um two volumes. Uh, they they released a third one uh a little before the anime brought was brought out to kind of promote it i, I think but i think it's mo the third one it's got an apple extra epilogue but it's mostly just kind of a compilation of side stories and uh um things um mm -hmm. but the point is that's only two volumes for the plot so yeah they were able to put everything into one season so that that's definitely a selling point for both those um shows um and uh that was kind of common back in that era wasn't it where you'd have a show and then it would be like the adventure continues and like full metal alchemist made up its own ending and you just stopped that's all it did it just stopped 
uh, I remember Trinity Blood, which I saw, like it it was going at a pretty good pace, and then the final two episodes, it like flew, it like tried going nuts in just the final two episodes because it was before uh, it was it ended before the manga was finished, so it was like trying to get a ton of stuff in in time. And that was really weird. Um, so, yeah, we, that seems to be a hallmark of the times where you'd have a show where you never actually reach a con- conclusion. And To be fair, I mean, there's a lot of anime adaptations of light novels or manga nowadays that don't reach a conclusion. They just adapt some stuff and then they don't reach the end. They just end their season and then they never get brought back for another season to to adapt more i i mean like for example i mean i how long would um for example how how many seasons would ascendance of a bookworm have to go on for to adapt the whole light novel series which is not even done by the uh, I, I need to mention the the light novel series it's uh let me just check okay so it's had three seasons and i think it adapts um the so in three seasons, it adapts, I think, the first seven volumes or so. Mm-hmm. There are a grand total right now of 32 volumes of the light novel. And uh, it's not finished yet either. So you're going to you, you need like something like 15 seasons probably to do all of um, that. Although then again, I mean, well, one piece is, is presumably going to be fully adapted more than fully adapting, in fact, with all the padding and stuff they keep adding. Um, but yeah, the 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 big the thing that I've noticed they've done a, they used to do more often, and they don't seem to do much now is they'll just think go okay, well we're catching up on the manga, we want to um, bring a conclusion, so we'll make up our own ending. They did it with um, <laughs> they did it you, you know Full Metal Alchemist is the is the most obvious case, but there was. Um, there was a Kamiga Kill did it, although when the manga finished, you could compare them and see that the general story between the manga and the anime were basically the same. I do think the manga did, uh, but they differed a bunch in the specifics. More people survived in the manga, for example, and uh, mm-hmm. I think it, uh, having, I, I read the read and I think, okay, I think this did do it better than the anime, but um. <clears throat> Still, but then there were cases where it just goes completely different. Like Tokyo Ghoul just goes off in its own direction, which is, which and and kills and kills off that that character who dies in the final episode that they make like a big deal out of. You know, it's all somber and someone's like spends a bunch mm-hmm. of time carrying them. Yeah, they don't die in the manga. Mm. Um. So then when they decided. <laughs> So then, as I understand, because I didn't see it, but so Tokyo Ghoul, um, there's a sequ- there's a sequel to that. There is Tokyo. So the manga had a sequel, well, called Tokyo Ghoul Re, and they had an adaptation of that sequel. The problem is the sequel was the sequel to the manga, not the anime. So if you watch the original anime and then watch Tokyo Ghoul Re, you'll suddenly like be just. It would be like if you were if you watched um, it would be like if you watched the original Full Metal Alchemist and then just 
were plunged midway through into brotherhood with uh, with all these things being totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Soul Eater had a different ending also. Uh, I- I'm not going to go through all the listings, but I do know there's a bunch more that... Um, that did it nowadays that seems less common they they just like say okay we'll end the current arc we're on and then if we get more of, oh no wait the promise neverland the promise neverland did it that they they just want you to completely they just i guess it wasn't a completely different direction it's just more like they massively 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 compressed the rest of the manga but uh yeah, that was the case where they did it. Instead of, you know, just going, okay, we'll adapt the next arc, and if we're popular, we'll go for another season. If not, we'll leave it there. Instead, they were like, no, we gotta reach an ending in this season. Um, So I'm glad that they mostly don't do that uh, because it leaves it more open to further seasons or whatever. Um, Anyway, I guess I'm just kind of babbling at that point. But definitely, I, I think the way they do it now is, is better. You know, just take breaks between seasons. Don't go off in your own direction. You know, if you take breaks, you don't have to do a bunch of filler and padding like One Piece does. Um, so, yeah, anything else uh, you wanted to talk about? No, that's about it for me. Okay, well, we ended up talking um for a while, I think. Uh or at least based on the time, but I also remember we started recording later than usual, so I don't know. Um, I think that's basically it for all those. So we'll see you next time for uh, next week for more discussion of the stuff of things on Toonami and our non-Toonami shows. And uh, yeah, that'll be it for now. And we'll see you next time. Bye.